Hi, Diamonds. Welcome to the United State of Women, a forum where professional women come together to thrive by living more connected to our power, our purpose, and our plan. We invite you to tune in every other week where we show you that you can have it all and teach you how to get it by becoming the star of your own life and not just a supporting role in your life, career, and relationships. Here with Julie Dean, my USW podcast ambassador and co-host, I am Kalina James, owner of LCR, a business consulting and leadership development coaching company. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey, Diamonds. Seven self-improvement actions all leaders must take. (laughs) Hey, Diamonds. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. There is nothing noble in being superior to your fellow man. True nobility is being superior to your former self. Ernest Hemingway. Hey, Diamonds. In this episode, I want to explore a little bit more or a lot more or just some more about leadership and about actions that leaders must take in order to really succeed well in a transitioning or in transition of a world in which we are experiencing now. And so get a notebook and a pen because the show starts now. This is United State of Women. Hey, Diamonds, what are some self-improvement actions that all leaders must take? I got seven for you. I have been doing some study on, you know, leadership and just really kind of looking and seeing what's what's trending, what's new, what's different, what still remains in the midst of a pandemic and social unrest and just in, in transition of where our world is. And so I came across an article that I really want to share it was a Forbes article that I really want to explore with you because it, it really touched on some really cool things that I thought were important to share. You know, it, the, the importance of personal and professional development for current and aspiring leaders cannot be overstated right now. It truly is the secret that separates us from the pack, especially in today's culture and today's temperature. The, it is truly the bridge that carries us forward towards our goals if we haven't reached them or if we're in flux of them. And the only way that we can continually forge a path for people and for ourselves forward is to have really great leadership in this moment. Now, I know you and I both, you know, during, you know, isolation, there very well could have been moments where we have often wasted an immense amount of time investing in things that numbed us or that would numb us from, you know, to the reality of how really short life is or how painful situations are to focus on. We needed a relief at times mentally from what was happening around us. And so we often, you know, can waste a lot of time investing in things that can numb us, you know, to the reality at the end of the day of how short life really is. We, we did it by scrolling the internet, social media for hours on end, watching TV to the point of restlessness sometimes. Entertainment can be fun. It is fun. But how much time uh, do we or did we say for ourselves, for our career growth? How often do we set aside and dedicate time for our personal development? Where we were, you know, where we are learning and growing in a way that defines our existence. Well, if we're looking at the trajectory of our day and in the lives of other people that we love, we probably weren't spending a lot of time at all. Usually, and we're probably not continually not giving a lot of time to it. 
there's this book that this article talks about. It's called Embrace the Suck, the Navy SEAL Way to an Extraordinary Life. You know, this particular book emphasized the importance of being intentional in the fine art of the comfort zone expansion, right? Leaning into pain and suffering, clearly defining your values and avoiding temptation and life's many distractions, planning better, executing with greater discipline and accountability and actively limiting those things we don't want to regret when this short life comes to an end. And so he talks about, you know, his, you know, the experience of being in the military and often referred to a term called the burden of command, you know, when it comes to leading people. And so, you know, in this moment, he also expressed that we're all faced with, you know, changes and this uncertainty, uh, especially with the impact of a global pandemic you know, civil and political unrest and economic uncertainty. You know, we're all faced with these professional challenges that are really having us really, you know, rethink and feel uncertain and unsettled. And, you know, the burden of command to be able to help lead and to grow, you know, leadership. And he said, which I thought was profound, he said, I say good, 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 good. And I was like, what? And then I could quite, I, I really understood. He was like, in no way, you know, being light of the situation, in no way saying someone else's pain is good for them, in no way saying people dying is a great thing, in no way being insensitive to what is happening around us, no way making light of the loss of business, you know, that, that the COVID, COVID-19 has, has created, just really referring to what we can gain in this adversity as an opportunity to be better, to do better, which forces us to, you know, reinvent, to help create more opportunities for safety that helps us transform and become more innovative in our awareness to be better citizens, to be better humans. You know, if we are adapting and growing, we are essentially dying a slow death. If you're not growing, you're dying. And as leaders, you know, he talks about in this article, as leaders, we have the responsibility to navigate, you know, our teams through the murky waters of uncertainty. And I cannot agree with that even, you know, even more, no more than that. I think that it is absolutely true. So when the inevitable life or business ambushes strikes us, when we are blindsided, it's, it's the leader's responsibility to take action, even when we don't know what that actionable task is. It's to stand and recognize that there is a need for leadership, a need for growth, a need for awareness, a need for more understanding and reach for what it is that will keep us moving forward to be the message of leadership, a good message of leadership and not just a messenger. So here are the seven self-improving or improvement actions that all leaders must take, especially during unpredictable times. Number one, Actively improve self-awareness. Number two, enhance communication style and technique. I cannot agree with that even more. Three, learn to show greater degree of empathy. And four, develop skills in motivating yourself and others. Oh, for sure. And five, invest time in mentorship and coaching Six, improve change leadership capabilities, uh, for sure. 
And seven, manage anxiety through better wellness activities. These are seven things that leaders must be able to manage or grow in in order to shift and change and transform in today's uh, volatile situations and unpredictable times. So let's explore number one, actively improve self-awareness. Emotional intelligence is crucial for every effective leader in any environment. Possibly, again, now more than ever, simply put, EI is the capability of individuals to recognize their own emotions and those of others. Discern between different feelings and label them appropriately. The ability to use emotional information to guide thinking and behavior. Oh my gosh, I call that winning and influencing others, right? Being able to tap into the power of creating opportunities for your life is really tapping into emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence can be broken down into self-awareness, self-management, and social awareness, and relationship management. In volatile environments, panic is contagious, but so is staying calm and confident and communicative. Number two, enhance communication style and technique. In this largely virtual world that we're moving into, that we're becoming more experienced in, we are all living and working in it together. The walls are already existing. You know, we're, we're, we're there. The silo opportunities are there now, even more when we're working in a virtual world. They've thickened, right? And they've strained our relationships. The flow of information and the ability to do basic things like read a book together or read body language, you know, can be very difficult to, to lean in and learn from. Leaders need to learn how to properly over communicate now more than ever. Number three, learn how, learn to show greater degree of empathy. Oh my goodness, this goes back to the reference of emotional intelligence that I was talking about. Empathy has always been a leadership quality imperative for truly connecting with others, for building meaningful relationships, and for improving the ability to inspire others. Enhance engagement and effectively provide feedback. Now with most leaders and managers learning to lead remote teams, empathy is crucial for connecting with each team and each team member and, and connecting with their unique situations and home situations that they have growing up, going on right now. And four, develop skills in motivating self and others. Oh my goodness, ability times motivation equals performance. This is a multiplication formula because if either ability or motivation are zero, performance equals zero. Adding in the pressure of social isolation on top of an already low levels of engagement in a very well-run organization, no matter where you're at in your teams, leaders must learn first how to stay motivated and then coach others in self-motivation. Employees need tools and resources, Diamonds, to keep themselves on top of their game. Find them, support that, initiate that. And number five, invest time in mentorship and coaching. I thought that this was huge because this is, this is so standard. This is so, this is so, you know, regular that we were tapping into, but now even more, we want to invest more time in mentorship and coaching. There's such a gap in our economic space where I talked about servant leadership. There's a big gap. There was a time period where we weren't 
hiring and there is the gap between baby boomers retiring and up and coming millennials where there is a leadership gap. There's a need for mentorship. True leaders are lifelong learners. I like to say you're learning for life <laughs> and never satisfied with the status quo. Always seeking transparent feedback and accountability mechanisms that can you that can be used to be in a constant state of improvement. You know, actively seek mentors and coaches that prepare you for the the existence of the leadership that's important to have in this moment, but also helping you prepare you for the next. Great leaders always assume the battlefield will change and become more complex. And I, and I offer you that opportunity to adopt that mindset. And I'll say it again. Great leaders always assume that the battlefield will change and become more complex. And for this very reason, we must prepare. You need tools to learn how to truly mentor and coach with your people around you and direct reports, whether it's the people that work alongside you, that you support and serve, or the people that you report to. This is so important and simply cannot be overstressed because it is truly going to help you be able to shift and continue is if you seek coaching and seek mentorship at the same time. And number six, improve change leadership capabilities. Ah, I love change management. It's the, it's the balance between the process and the people. Change leadership is the most challenging and burden of command. Yes, but it is my most favorite thing because it is so critical for leading any environment to continually drive better business outcomes despite the inevitable obstacles that we all are facing requires continuous transformation when it comes to effectively leading people and change. Improve your change leadership capabilities. If you don't have access to them, find those around you that thrive in that space that don't mind getting into the weeds to do the delicate dance of process and people and to be able to use methodologies that will help you shift to grow. There is going to be moments when it feels uncertain, when it feels scary and risky, and it feels like it might be the wrong direction to take when it comes to emotional energy. But in change management, that's definitely sometimes part of the process in which has to happen for people to move and to shift and to grab on to things that are going to better serve them. It's the delicate dance. Number seven, manage anxiety through better wellness activities. The very last one. You know, over the last year, you know, people have been working closely with organizations and seeing things, you know, online where Google, Salesforce, all of these companies have been doing their best to try, you know, manage wellness and take the initiative to make sure that people are, are at the forefront of self-care and hoping that they can create a culture that allows them to be able to take people in consideration to making sure that the whole mind and body are supported. Because we're seeing that in the unrest of the, the pandemic and social isolation, it's really played a, a strong toll on our, on our psyche. It's played a strong toll on our emotional health and mental well-being. And so you want to manage the anxiety through better wellness activities. It is so challenging, Diamonds, to lead your team through uncertainty when everybody lacks the energy and focus to stay on the course. So I encourage you to make time for fitness. Encourage your people to make time with you to meditate and pray. To 
make time for reflection and reading and healthy eating and more sleep and less alcohol. It's important to maintain a well-balanced, you know, mindset to be able to help reduce the anxiety through wellness activities. Diamonds, we are pulled in so many different conflicting directions, and there is always a constant drama around us. And you must take total ownership over your growth and the growth of the people that you love around you and their development to help them have access to wellness. Personal development is a major time saver. The better you become, the less time it takes you to achieve your goal, period. So diamonds, I hope that this episode was of value to you again. And in the midst of you thinking about areas where you can self-improve, I hope that these, these particular self-improvement techniques will help give you more, you more clarity and more access to what you really want to enjoy. And again, as I always say at the end of the episode, is to have a wonderful week. Enjoy yourself. Take your leadership to the next level. Live connected to your power, your purpose, and your plan. And just shine bright. Take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it. Share it with people you care about. People you think this will benefit. Share with your team or colleague who is having a difficult time and is looking for solutions. We all want to help people live empowered, to know what to do when faced with uncertainty. And I believe that these ideas can help others have that success. So please share it. But also follow us on our hashtag community power purpose plan and tell us what you think and how this episode has helped you. Diamonds, you have a choice to live connected to progress and growth. You deserve it. And it is yours to have. Live life, my friend, and be encouraged to step into your power purpose plan today. Until next time, take care.